Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, I'm your host, Lena Nori, and Sunday Funday begins now. It is season four, episode three of Botched, and it's called All Twerk and No Play. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. All right, ladies, we're going to start twerking like Dr. Dubrow. What's her doing? Get up, get up, get up, get up. All right, just say, I don't know how to twerk, but I guess. Welcome back to another episode of Botched. We are talking all twerk and no play. As you can see, we're having a good time here. It is Sunday, and we're enjoying ourselves. And today's episode, we have two different shape breasts, a collapsed crater breast and also saline injection so there's a lot to talk about in today's episode and before we get into that i would love for my gorgeous co-host to introduce themselves to you go ahead hi everyone i'm stacy olivas and you can catch me at stacy olivas on all social media hi everyone i am juliette and you can catch me on instagram at bonjour juliette hi everyone my name is anisa Barr. you can find me at anisa Barr with three r's at the end and I am Lena Nori. You can find me on Instagram at Lena Nori and on Twitter at Lena Nori underscore. And I'm so excited for today's episode. There's just so much to talk about. But of course, we're going to start with our favorite, Dana. So in today's episode, we are going to be going in chronological order. So Dana, she was the one that had the collapsed breast. And it was uh, kind of like cupped up and also two different shapes. So let's start off. What did you guys think of Dana? It was crazy that just the whole process just even like the reveal and the whole surgery i think this season is the most intense surgery we've seen mm-hmm. yeah you definitely. know you know what uh when she was doing her consolation the i wrote down the irony of how last week how he was talking to the girl who did cosplay <coughs> taking out your breast um let it heal for six months Th- this is what dana did she took out the breast waited for a year or six months and there she was so i thought that was a little interesting how last week he mentioned it was best to do that and now this time he has a patient who did that yeah it was he even mentioned he was like well there's two schools Mm -hmm. of thoughts do it right away or wait so that's a really tricky decision especially for someone having to make that decision and as a patient if there's no real established order i think it's just really iffy so Mm -hmm. intense surgery for sure and i i get why she waited six months because she was scared i would definitely be scared like after that like horrific thing that occurred like to get another new set of implants in i would be traumatized like Mm -hmm. i definitely would wait too so you would stay the way she was staying for that long yeah i mean i get it i i don't know to go under the knife again and to go through a whole different Mm -hmm. surgery again like it's just especially how many Scar tissue, scar tissue and how many times you have to go through it but yeah I'm, I'm actually kind of a, a hypochondriac <laughs> so just in itself like I'll have a heart attack if the smallest thing is wrong with me so I can imagine where the worst case happened to her and she like looks in the mirror but I can also and it's so funny because I thought the same exact thing I was like last episode they said 
um, for her to give it like six mm-hmm. months for her body to kind of heal itself. And then I noticed that Dr. Debro said that because she went so long, that that's why a lot of doctors don't recommend doing that because mm-hmm. her body has now like retracted and then it, it could be difficult potentially to put any implant in there as it's healing. And especially, can you imagine like as your body's healing, you then go again and you cut up your body again. And truthfully, you don't know what reaction your mm-hmm. body's going to have. Definitely. Like, I mean, her body, she had built up, I guess, like scar tissue. And then there was like bleeding from that. And then there's always like inflammation and stuff like that. So I can definitely see where she was so skeptical to get this other surgery. Mm-hmm. I, I would definitely be as skeptical as well. Yeah, I would too. But I feel it's like getting kicked off to a, ho- a horse. You have to get him go back in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Heart surgery. You have to go back under the knife in those circumstances. So I'm glad that she did because it turned out really well for her in the end. Yeah. And then there's like blood flying everywhere. I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> the worst. Yeah. When the doctor's yeah. like, hey, someone, please wipe the blood off my, my glasses. glasses. Yeah. Which was kind of like, I've, I've never heard of that before. I never thought something that could happen. Especially <laughs> like with that type of procedure. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, it's amazing how like at the end her reveal like how great they looked after because they looked pretty bad before and I don't understand how the skin would stretch back with that much scar tissue again like it just kind of amazed me at that you know what it is I feel like she truly healed herself I know this mm-hmm. sounds like really weird but I'm big on like energies mm-hmm. I believe like the whole earth was created off of energy and I noticed that also Dr. DeBro said she has such an incredible attitude going into it mm-hmm. and she was just so positive and so enlightened and she went in with such a good mindset and it was interesting that I've always felt that way that if you go into something with such a great mindset that only positive things can come your way because that's what you're attracting Mm -hmm. and I noticed that the doctor being a doctor I feel like that's not something a doctor would normally say because they're the ones that they feel like are healing the patients Mm -hmm. but he said that he felt positive towards the surgery because she was so positive and I thought that was so important it's such a good message for people that are down on themselves or very negative or like myself if I go into something I'm always thinking the worst case scenario and that's my anxiety that kicks in but she just walked in with such a positive mindset she was like I'm gonna walk out of here I'm gonna have a great surgery I'm gonna feel better about myself I'm gonna look amazing so I just love that was my favorite thing about Dana was really kind of the message that came out and how the doctor kind of reasserted what she said and he said that it is important to go into any surgery with a positive mindset. Yeah, it is. And it, it, you're right, it's really beautiful and it speaks to the bigger message of mind and body connection. And it's true that we, our brains are part of our bodies and we're all interconnected. And so to always be focused and go into it and fully know you're going to be okay. And that's just, it was really amazing to see that she over she overcame the surgery. It probably sped up the healing process. Like your body, like if you're just depressed or stressed, like that does affect your health and your body so it's probably yeah. better it's as simple as you're like process. yeah <laughs> it's as simple as being like a, oh i can't do something i can't do some, something you're more likely not to be able to do it mm-hmm. so. yeah and especially with me having multiple surgeries it's like you, you have to have a positive thing because you never know when's the last day is going to be your last and being positive about it you see so many negativity about surgery and doing type of procedures it's like, look what happened to Kanye West's mother, and look what happened to other people, how they got affected, and going in and positive, and, you know, positive vibes, that's what you need. There was actually a doctor, I, I feel terrible that I don't know his name, but it was so interesting, because it's a lot like that cartoon Inside Out, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it before, where the doctor's a neurologist, and he says that it's a medical fact that, you know, every second your brain is submitting, like, I believe it's like a neuron, and it goes down your vertebrae, and it creates a cell, and every second that cell turns into other millions of cells. So potentially if you go into a surgery with a negative mindset and you're like, 
how am I going to heal? What am I going to do? I'm not going to go to work. I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be in pain. You're actually creating those cells and that thought process that's going down and it's mm-hmm. multi-generating in your body. And I, excuse me, I'm sorry if I'm not using the correct terminology, but I'm sure everybody gets the gist. So it's, it's so great that in this episode they touched on that because it is so important when you are doing a surgery to go in with such a positive mindset mm-hmm. because that will affect your healing. And I, you know, we'll get into Melissa at the end, but I feel like Melissa was also very positive mm-hmm. and very happy. And it was, it's just beautiful to see such strong, positive, like independent women. I thought it was great. Yeah. So on that note, so we will go to now number two, which is Shauna Brooks. I love Shauna. I can't even tell you on so many different levels, the twerking, the dancing, the energy. But before I get into my whole breakdown of the thoughts, ladies, tell me what you guys thought about Shauna. Damn, she looked good. She did. I was like, oh my gosh, she mm-hmm. looks great. Mm-hmm. And then to be, she's the first female transgender model on a front of cover of a um, men's magazine. Yeah. That was really cool. And I thought she looked great. I think her cheeks did look a little bit swollen a little bit, but I think overall, like her she didn't need too much surgery or anything, so. Yeah, she was extremely beautiful, and most importantly, like, would breathe that beautiful, she was just so confident. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, she was just loving life. It was awesome to see. Mm-hmm. I like how they went to, like, a burlesque thing before <laughs> they went, and like, she even mentioned she had 22 surgeries. Oh you know? my gosh. That's, that's a lot. And for her to keep going and doing it, that's, like, really, in my opinion, awesome, because you're willing to do more, but you still know, hey, there's there could be risk factors but i thought like her going to the burlesque thing was kind of fun she even had her heels on (laughs) that was fun but that was also very telling when as soon as i saw that i'm like hmm okay this is probably not gonna go the way we think it's gonna go because whenever they stall her talking to the doctors her being doing all these steps that you see with other patients you're i'm thinking oh this might not actually happen and i was right they weren't able to operate which was Interesting to see. So you, I'll let you explain a little bit more on that because I feel like you had a good understanding about the swelling and all yeah. that. So um, for those of you that were watching that didn't quite understand what happened, so basically the story with Shauna Brooks is that she had saline injections. Um, yeah. She said, so basically, I guess, um, in their demographic, they get it injected in their cheeks, um, in their 14, breasts. Yeah. She said. At yes. age 14, wow. she started taking the transitional um, hormone medication which she said was off the black market which that in itself is like extremely disturbing that you're going to take that kind of like a medication and it's going to be off the black market you don't really know the side effects you don't even really know what you're taking like is it really hormone medicine are you taking like rat poison like it could be absolutely anything and that's very scary and very alarming so for anybody watching at home please make sure if you guys ever take any kind of medication at all you definitely take it from a prescribed legitimate doctor so yeah so she had the injections in her cheek And so basically what the doctors recommended is that they were going to do um, steroid and cortisone injections. Now, of course, they said that they weren't able to do it themselves because it's something that you have to consistently do in small increments. And so basically what those injections would do um, is it would take down any extra inflammation. So obviously she wanted those great perky cheeks. She wanted like the high cheekbones. She just felt like they were a little bit too big. I would say they kind of look chipmunky. Especially when she smiles. Mm -hmm. So because there is a foreign entity in the body the body is attacking it like it is a foreign disease so it's causing inflammation from the body attacking it so it's adding like that extra swelling so basically inevitably what these cortisone and steroid um, injections would do is that it would get rid of the inflammation so she'll still have that fullness on her cheeks but they wouldn't be so high and 
Of course, I mean, that is kind of her only option mm -hmm. because it is an injection, and I don't believe there's any way that you can, like, dilute that or anything like that. And I think he also said there's, like, the sensories right there, so any surgery that could go south would leave her face literally, like, frozen, mm -hmm. which... So this is going to be, like, an ongoing process. Every th ever so month, she's going to have to go in and get that... Is I guess injection is what you're saying? So, like, needles? Yeah, so it's, it's like a diluted... It's a cortisone... Um, injection with steroid in it and basically um, from you know past experience of people that have done this as well basically they don't want to overdo it because it can cause your face to like cave in mm. so they can only do little treatments at a time and watch and give the inflammation I think it's like they give it like one to two weeks between steroid treatments to let the inflammation go down but in her case I mean that is best case yeah. mm. what is she going to do she's going to go cut up her face and where are they going to begin it's injections in her face it's not like an actual implant mm -hmm. Yeah. this is why I like Dr. Nassif and Dr. Debril because they won't do it but they gave her options they gave her okay you live in Virginia but we're going to find one of the best doctors out there so you can do this mm -hmm. on weekly basis or a month basis whatever you need yeah and that's something that you don't hear a lot from a lot of doctors some doctors are just like well i'm sorry or like yeah let's do it because they're money hungry but these guys are willing to take care of their patients even though if they're if they're not it's not their own or just somebody who needs help or recommendation and that's what they're there for yeah they're extremely extremely honest and that's always so refreshing yeah. i love when they yeah when they talk to their patients i'm like wow <laughs> i really trust you i'm i'm i would be willing to put my hands I mean, my body in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> but um, actually, I want, do you want to speak about the transgender thing that you're saying? Yes. Uh, she got all this stuff off the black market. And I mean, it's obviously definitely not a good choice, but it's, it, for some people, it's, it is their only choice. They want to make this transition and they can't necessarily afford the yeah, right so medication. And I think that's a huge issue in the transgender community. And I actually believe that's why Caitlyn Jenner got a lot of backlash because they were showing kind of this beautiful, rich, and famous person who was able to do it with all the money, and a lot of people don't have those means. So I think that's why she has... She was in that situation now, but thank God it's all taken care of now. She... Well, I mean, she looks, she looks incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. She really does. Like, she, she does. had the whole glam down and the eyelashes down, <laughs> and it's... Okay, so my absolute favorite part of this entire scene, because we've always seen the doctors being, you know, very goofy and mm -hmm. funny and, like, things. So there's, like, the part where he puts the latex in and he sticks his finger in her mouth and her friend made that, like, inappropriate comment. And his face, I was not expecting that. He was so serious. He's like, I'm a professional. Like, yeah. please, like, while I'm working, during my work hours, please during my... That. Yeah, please don't do that. So at first I actually thought he was completely joking, but then yeah. when I realized he was serious, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. But what was interesting is that he, he did that, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the confessional in the actual when she was doing it he was just kind of like giving her the side eye he's like you <laughs> but, don't do that yeah but he yeah. would in confessional he was really mad he was like no I'm a professional this cannot happen but then it's like where do you put the line because in the scene before they're twerking on him and he's kind of laughing the other doctor's <laughs> twerking on him as well so it's always kind of like hmm what's funny what's not when are we professional when are we not yeah. so I don't really know the answer to that yeah I think it's just like the hitting on them like while they're doing exams especially if they're doing like you know, like breast exams or just anything the doctors don't want to be hit on. Well, like also, just, I think you don't want to be laughing. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. And the friend literally turns around and goes, he's single. And his face was like, oh, <laughs> no, no, oh, no. He was like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, so here's my thing is, like, I like to be comical sometimes. I like to make, from time to time, I'll make inappropriate jokes. Obviously not when I'm working. No, actually, sometimes when I'm working as well. But, yeah. 
So there is that like fine line. So it's kind of like, you know, they did the twerking. They were joking around. They make their own comments. But then he was like so offended. Mm-hmm. But I can see where he's kind of like it's questioning him as like a doctor. Yeah. So when he's actually in the exam room being serious. But then you can't blame, you know. Shauna Brooks and her friends. They're just trying to have fun. When they're just trying to have fun. Yeah. You know, he's calling himself the Lebanese Stallion. I don't know if he didn't actually do that in front of them, but he did refer to himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, Dr. Dubrow is like a, a little white pony, but I'm a Lebanese Stallion. I think it's knowing when you can make those jokes. So when they're sitting down at the table and having that conversation, yeah. they're both serious because they want to assess the, salute, the situation. After that, before there's a moment before they go into the exam room, so then they can laugh. And I think that's the line. So when he's actually needs to concentrate and like put his fingers in her mouth to see like what's going on with her cheeks, that's a moment where you can't be joking around because you need him to do his job for her, the patient's sake as well. Yeah, um, I totally cannot relate to this in a way because when I had a surger- surgery, like I was sent down there last week, and my doctor was examining the pulse, I just started laughing and he got mad. He goes, You cannot laugh. Like you, you need. I need to do this because I need to make sure this is working. Yeah, but you're nervous. I'm just like I'm. It's just I don't. I'm very ticklish, so I I could get that point. And like like you guys said, when's the time and place to have a good time and not? And yeah, yeah. Let your doctor concentrate. Just let them concentrate. It's (laughs) easier. So they can actually feel like the nerves and everything inside what's going on. Because if she's messing around, it's gonna lose. His concentration yeah. on what he's trying to figure out what I should do with her jaw I mean her cheeks mm-hmm. so now okay so we're gonna move on to Melissa who is last but certainly not least so she had a ruptured implant I believe it was her uh, her left breast and the scene where he takes out the implant that looked like diarrhea <laughs> okay forget it's funny because before he said diarrhea my first initial thought was you know when you go to like the the fountain machines and they have those coca-cola bags with like the sugar oh yeah and they, that's how they make the fountain drinks it's literally like a bag of syrup he's like taking it out and i swear to god it was like this looks like a bag of syrup mm-hmm. like she literally went and had a procedure done and they put a bag of like coca-cola syrup in her breast it was disgusting i'm sorry like it was just it terrible really on was. so many different levels and what's even more frightening is that was her first surgery so the fact that she had that kind of a reaction on her first surgery like how would you guys feel if that happened to you i would have gone to the doctor right away if i if like if it, it just looked like you said it was looked different and i'm just like confused why because yeah it, you know at the end of the day you have to do your research on breast implants breast you know surgery what's the effects and everything you want to be able to be aware and to be quite honest, when he pulled that out, it kind of reminded me of, like, Starbucks coffee. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I know some people drink Starbucks coffee. I personally don't. But it just that's what it reminded me of. I'm just like, oh, okay. But I've never seen that before, ever. Have you guys? Uh, well, she said that right after the surgery, it looked different. I would be pissed because I'm like, I just paid for this. And you're going to, like, my boobs look a mess. Like, well, she said she talked to the doctor, and the doctor said that something about the inflammation, but it ended up being that she had, like, a ruptured blood vessel or something, and then that had built up inflammation, and then he said, oh, it'll even out. Yeah. Like, for sure, if a doctor told me, if I walked in looking like this, and he's like, it'll even out in a couple weeks, yeah. I would just, I would literally lose my mind. Well, what I thought was crazy is that I can maybe buy the fact that, okay, they're at this height, they'll go down gravity so I'm like okay maybe that's possible in what world is your boob or anything gonna just magically go up (laughs) 
that just makes no sense. Yeah. Besides laying down on, you know. Like, how, how he's like, it's just going to magically go up? Like, it, that was insane to me. <laughs> I want to know if she sued that doctor. Yeah. That's something we you don't know. often hear about. Yeah. We, we hear all these botched procedures, yeah. but you're right, we don't. Yeah, we I want don't. the, like, after, not the after show, because this is the after show, but, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, the botched, like, spinoff of going after the doctor. So, yeah. was it actually that she had a botched procedure, or did her body just react to it and the doctor didn't handle it well? Because if you remember, Dr. DeBrose said that normally he sees something like this happening when there's multiple surgeries and your body just kind of like, listen, stop it. Yeah. Stop uh-huh. cutting me, stop nipping me, stop tucking me. Mm-hmm. But she had done like what was called a lollipop lift with yeah. implants. So it could have potentially <laughs> just been her body reacting to it, but obviously the doctor did not handle it well at all. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that you literally only do something once. She's a mother. She just went through a divorce, which honestly, my heart went out for her I when know. she was telling her story. So because she said, you know, she's doing it for her own self-confidence. So she goes in to have one procedure, and it doesn't look like she takes the easy way out. She works out. Her body looks incredible. She's ripped. Yeah. She works hard. So it's it's ultimately that, you know, she gained a lot of weight when she had kids. And sometimes when you lose that weight, you get sagging. So she was just trying to correct something. She wasn't trying to be, you know, we've talked about those people that want, like, purple skin or, like, 3,800cc breasts. She's just that normal woman that gives birth to life and does something so incredible. And, you know, one of the side effects is that your body doesn't return the same. So it's so sad, like, for her to have gone through that when all she just wanted was to go back to looking normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, she finally did after the end of the episode, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, a, a challenge, like you're saying. And again, you're saying she's so focused, so give her that. And I, I assume also she she's very muscular. And some people think that just because you're muscular doesn't make you beautiful, and strong is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she also wants her boobs to be big. So she was a great inspiration I think like and I think she was a fitness competitor because they kept saying mm-hmm. like the next competition she's like I lose weight 30 pounds here and then I gain it back or I lose it and yes. yeah. like that like so I she, think like how do you go out there like with the bathing suit and your boobs are lopsided like, she said her friend said something about a glue something I'm pretty sure they were probably <laughs> gluing on like those little fishlets yeah. mm-hmm. have you guys yeah. ever seen those little fish yeah. cutlets I love that. I own a, I own one or two of those. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> me too. Well, something that really caught me caught my eye is that she, like you guys uh, said, when she does lose the weight, is she afraid that her boobs will lose too? Because she did mention that when she did do these competitions, her boobs would go down. So she was confused why, and now we know why. Well, also too, when you're working out, because my sister is also really big into fitness, and yes, strong is beautiful. My sister also has ripped arms, and she looks absolutely incredible. Mother of two. I guess when you're doing a lot of push-ups and a lot of like arm pull-ups, you naturally build that muscle, so it also lifts it up. So I can imagine when they're in competition and they're probably working out twice a day, every day until competition, drinking tons of water. Naturally, your body isn't going to look exactly the same. And that goes both ways. Have you seen those, like, Victoria's Secret model after shows? They all say that the way they look on the runway is not how they always look. They go into, like, two months of, like, rigorous training, boxing, cardio, and they drink, like, a gallon to, like, two gallons of water a day. So anytime you're in a competition, you're obviously going to look a lot different than you are normally. But I think he actually said it worked out better because he ended up putting, like, an extra shot glass, I think he called it, of, like, um, the actual implant. Mm -hmm. So it ended up filling it up more. So, I mean, she looked incredible, but six weeks of not going to the gym... That must have been hard. That's so got muscle, especially if you're used to it. It's like, yeah. yeah, I can't imagine my body fluctuating that much. Thirty pounds—that's that's a lot to have your body shift that way. And it's—it was even a challenge for the doctor as well, because he's like, "Wait, I need to shape this woman and figure out what 
breast size fits her best, but her body shifts so much. So it was really it was really cool seeing him kind of make that decision and just decide to split the difference. And then putting one implant in, lifting her up, trying to see what works. Okay, take it down. Let's do this one. It was mm -hmm. just like, I, w I feel like it was more of like, I don't want to compare this like as like a like a f how we go to the go to the store and <laughs> check out clothes and stuff. But, anyway. but in a way, it was kind of like, does this t-shirt look good on me okay let me change it and let me get a different size yeah, or something was. like that so which was kind of cool and interesting that he kept doing that it was crazy seeing him like put the fingers in the breast and like yeah. does this fit does not fit <laughs> let me feel it maybe this will work yeah. and i'm just like i'm starting oh like God. are you guys starting to get like immune to certain things like, no really? i'm not <laughs> like I, i've seen literally every season we're now episode three and season four and every time i cringe like, I'm that person, I'm telling you, when I go to get my blood drawn, like, once a year, I freak out. I'm like, don't, is it, is it, they're like, we're done. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I can't see that, ironically, I do love this show because I'm all about, like, before and afters and, like, people feeling better about themselves. But it's so funny. His favorite, I mean, Dr. Dubrow says the funniest things. He's hilarious. He, he's, he's hilarious. So I was going to say the S word, but you know, I'm not going <laughs> to say that. He's literally freaking hilarious. And the funniest thing he said, he goes, I'm not your white knight. Like, don't come in here thinking I'm going to like rescue you like a Cinderella story. So I love that he sets it up where their expectations aren't like up here. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he does it for like psychological reasons. He doesn't want them to expect the world because you can't, you have no idea how your body's going to react. Because what is he, he doesn't have like a crystal ball to know like mm -hmm. are you gonna get I think he said it's called hema. I forget, but there are a lot of um, complications involved in anything that yeah. they do because again they're not starting from scratch. They're yeah. fixing. A, they're doing botch. botch procedures. Yeah. Fixing botch they're procedures. They're unbotching. Unbotching. Yes. You know, there's something that I'm really curious about while we're watching this. The people that he does or they both do. I wonder if they actually have people that are not successful when they do the surgeries. I just Ooh. wonder, like, is there any non-successful surgeries that they've done? You know, that's just, that's have just me. Have the botched doctors yeah. botched us? Yeah, botched something, well. or, like, they couldn't do it while doing surgery, so they had to, like, tell them, hey, we, we tried it, but it didn't work. I'm just curious mm -hmm. on if that's ever happened to them. I don't know, because they, I feel like they don't take on a challenge that they know they can't Take. I don't know. That's, smart about that. Yeah, yeah, they're really smart about the challenges that they take on. Because um, you again, like we see them sometimes being like, "No, we're not going to operate on you. This is yeah. not smart." So, I think there must be a fine line. Maybe mm -hmm. not to say they've never made mistakes. Of mm -hmm. course, they have. We all have. But at least on the show, where they're not showing us. So. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, in any case, they're going into something that's already a disaster with the intention of helping. So I'm sure for legal reasons, there's probably like releases they have to sign and stuff like that. And I'm sure that I wouldn't want like if I was having someone help me and I knew that it wasn't their fault, but I had some like adverse, insane reaction. I don't think I would want that. Actually, that's not true. I think I would want that. But I'm different. That's because I feel like it's good to put yourself out there and make yourself vulnerable and teach someone from like your mistakes but I can imagine maybe someone's like I don't want you know if they had like some crazy reaction or their body went you know there's so many things that can happen in like all these surgeries they might be like hey you know what I don't want you to put this live on the air yeah right. yeah mm -hmm. yeah perhaps they probably right. do have some patients who are like okay no I don't want this to you know on air but then again at the end of the episode it says if you want to sign up for botch go here so yeah I don't know because at the end of the time I think of it they 
first show, then you have a whole crew following them around. They, it costs a lot of money to follow them around, so I'm wondering if they're contract. They're like, no, regardless, we own this footage. But I think we're getting kind of too much in like <laughs> network type of territory. Um, we should get back to the yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have such an awesome segment coming up for you guys. We decided that we're going to do a botched or not botched segment where basically we're going to show you a bunch of celebrities or people in the limelight and their botched stories and then we're going to decide us and you guys at home what you guys think so Stacy's going to take the lead on this Stacy, go ahead okay guys so the first person that recently got some surgeries is she's 53 year old three years old now courtney cox and recent photos um surfaced of her this is her before picture up here and then her recent most recent picture oh, that was her before this is no this is her after picture this is her most oh, recent oh, this okay. is what she looks like now and she was on a red carpet here and uh, a lot of people were like did she go too far on this i, I just <laughs> I think I, she definitely, like, what we see, I don't think is plastic surgery. Uh, I think it's cosmetic surgery, so a lot of fillers and things like that. That's yeah. when you see her really, her lips are, fu- are fuller, her cheeks are filled. and But I think either she got it really recently and is kind of too, a little sw- too swollen up to be on her carpet, or just the dosha is just too much. She just, it looks like she it needs to... Just so like, like she just got, she parted way too hard. Yeah, too much, and it, it seems like it got frozen. So there's just too much going on, and hopefully it'll get, start to go down. Yeah, because I feel like she's so beautiful, and she would have aged, like, gracefully. Like, she's so pretty and just naturally beautiful. Mm-hmm. So Hon- I just like- Honestly, it just breaks my heart, because I love Courtney Cox so much. I'm, like, the most diehard Friends lover. Mm-hmm. And to see, like... That doesn't look just like injections. That mm-hmm. looks like there's a lot more going on in the because cheek area. Sur- surgery? And listen, I don't know if it's surgery. I don't want to, like, assume something. But just from the looks of her cheeks, it looks a lot like Shauna Brooks, to be honest. Like, it doesn't yeah. look like a subtle, like, you know, I guess for the fillers, for the cheek, there's something like Voluma or, like, all these other injections you can do. And, I mean, she's an A-list actress. I'm sure she went to the best of the best doctors. But this definitely doesn't look like, a subtle injection. And, I mean, it's so hard because who are we to sit here and judge her? I mean, she's an A-list actress that has spent her whole life being a part of, like, one of the biggest sitcoms. And then you're actually, while you're an actress, you're not really allowed to do a lot of cosmetic stuff to yourself because you have to look normal. Natural. So I can and imagine... Like your character. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine she's getting older, she's feeling insecure, so she, you know, resorted to yeah. the stuff on her face. But then there's people like Sofia Vergara... That look absolutely stunning. You know, I'm sure she does some upkeep, as anybody would do. But it's all about being subtle mm-hmm. and, like, really less is more. And it just, it looks like it's more just too took, much. Yeah. yeah. More definitely took the trophy on this one. Well, I did a little research on her uh, a few days ago. And um, ironically, I was watching um, Wendy Williams, and she mentioned this. And she, and Courtney Cox actually did a, an interview with Life in Style saying that yeah. she regrets doing this. Oh, she did? Yeah. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have she some regrets quotes doing from that. that, too. Because, um... She told a magazine, she said, I grew up thinking the appearance was the most important thing. That's kind of sad because it got me in trouble. I was trying so hard to keep up, and I actually made things worse. And then she goes on to say, well, what would end up happening is that you go to the doctor, and who would say, you look great, but what would it what would help is a little more injection here or filler there. And then she went on to say, the next thing you know, you're layered and layered and layered. Oh. So I feel. Well, the good thing is that, correct me if I'm wrong, this... It will swell down. Yeah. It, it's not permanent, correct? Hopefully. I mean... I have no I, idea what she did. I mean, I if this is like what Shauna Brooks said and it's silicone, there's no way to dissolve it. Mm-hmm. If it's any kind of a filler, 
Um, there I've, is, I forget the name of it, there's a, a dissolvent that I heard is extremely painful, mm-hmm. and you can actually, like, dissolve any kind of filler, but I feel like if that was the case, then she would have dissolved it. Right. Yeah. I just think that she just put, you know, fillers in. I don't think she did any plastic surgery. It just looks like fillers that are not healed yet and just needs to be yeah. calmed down. Maybe even a face lift a little bit because her eyes are maybe pulled back. Well, yeah. I think this case we'll wait and see. We'll see in yeah. a few years what she looks like and yeah. decide from there. Um, who else do we have on our list? Um, then we have Kylie Jenner. Oh, everybody's favorite, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> only 19 years old. Um, and she admitted on the show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, that she did get lip fillers. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are wondering, you know, did she get more things done? Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, now here's what she looks like. This is this think? is what I'm confused. We know she got the lips done, but if you look at her eyes before, they were smaller. They were. And now, if you go back to the current, how she looks now, her eyes look wider and huger. So I'm confused if she just grew. You know, she, everyone. You know, as you grow, grow older, your everything changes. Changes, yeah. But I'm wondering if she did something with her eyes, like. Because you could do surgery with anything these days. Well, with this girl, I mean, in the Kardashians in general, general, um, yeah, there's always a lot of scrutiny on, like, what have they got done? And I'm kind of torn because I feel like she admitted to the lips because she kind of had to. Like, that was one that you can't lie about, and we really, really saw a change. Like, that's not something she'd be like, oh, it just happened overnight. No one would believe her. And I kind of feel like there's other stuff. There's definitely some fillers and stuff like that in there that she doesn't admit to because, you know what, she doesn't really need to. No one's forcing her to. It's her body. It's her life. Um, People say it's makeup. It's contouring, but I find that hard to believe. Her face barely moves, and her butt is just getting bigger and bigger by the minute. Mm -hmm. She looks like a cartoon. You know what the problem is? Is that you'll hear so many people say they didn't have butt implants, but it's not implants. So what they're saying is that they didn't physically cut up, you know, get those little stitches up, and then add an implant. But there's, you know, we've talked about this literally on, I think, every single botched after show, Mm -hmm. is there's that new fat transfer. Mm -hmm. So technically, you're not getting surgery because the way they do is they suck out your fat uh-huh. with a needle from one location and they like stick it into your butt. Mm-hmm. So then technically, if you're going by the exact description, it's still considered surgery, but they they don't consider it surgery because they're not surgically getting cut up. Is but it- you are, you're inserting fat that wasn't right. there and creating it yourself. So it wasn't natural. Right. That's what I think she got because if you look at her pictures, like when, what, eight, 17, her body was straight. Yeah. In a bikini. It was different. straight. And now it's curved. It's big. She looks great. I, I mean, think she looks great. She I looks, think she she looks, looks great. You know. Yeah. So is that the difference between plastic surgery and cosmetic surgery? No, I'm not. I don't even know the definition. I'm saying that a lot of people, like I'll even hear girls that say that, is that they don't think that the liposuction, because there's like different kinds. There's like an invasive kind where you like go under the knife and you're out. And then there's the kind that are like... You literally can apparently do it in like two hours. So in and out of the doctor. And yeah, they literally like the suck butt. it out and then they like inject it back in. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's at least for Kylie, my thought is that she's actually grown up. I'm not backing her up. If there's any Kylie haters out there, just take a breath. Take a breath. Take a moment. <laughs> this is your opinion. But I do think that she has grown up and she has developed and just naturally over time with like eating, when you become sexually active, your hormones change. So it's so funny, like, I'll see so many before and afters with people, and they're like, oh, my God, look, she did this and this and this and this. It's like, no, she just got older. Like, they yeah. always pick at Angelina Jolie, who I feel like has been completely honest about everything she's done. 
But it's like, no, she went from being 13 to being 20. She's having sex. Her hormones are changing. Her body's changing. She's eating more. I mean, Kylie used to be a twig. She's not still a twig. She's like a voluptuous girl. Now, she I think she also admitted to like getting her boobs done, or I don't know if... Oh, oh, really? That was I, a fact. I, I read, read that, that somewhere. I don't know if that was a fact. So before we all go, yeah, thinking I've, it's a I've fact. I've seen so many um, rumors about that, but I've never seen her admit to it. Yeah, the only thing I think for sure she did is obviously she admitted to her lips. I do think she got some kind of like an eyebrow Brown injection lift. lift. Oh, okay. Everything else I feel like it is makeup and contouring. Because yeah. even if think if you're like lift your brows a little bit, like look how much it opens your eye up. Mm-hmm. Right. So that will oh, explain. That's probably explain the eye. But that's also, that's not surgery. So that's why she'll say I never had surgery because she got injections, which... You know, like yeah. you said, what is that considered? Is that just it's a the cosmetic? Loophole. I think it's a yeah. Hollywood loophole of just <laughs> be like, no, it's natural, but you're going to the doctor all the time and getting like these nips and tucks and stuff. Yeah. But you know what? Let her do what she yeah. has to do. She has a whole beauty empire. empire power. I can't talk to that. Empire. <laughs> empire. <laughs> and I'm, honestly, I'm not justifying the fact that she's done these things to herself at such a young age because I feel like she should have waited to like see what her mm-hmm. face develops into. Mm-hmm. But she was always, like, the rotten stepchild. They always would call her, like, the ugly Kardashian or, like, oh, or she's not a Kardashian technically, she's a Jenner. But you would always see that they would make comments about how she's not as pretty as, like, Kim, Ky- I mean, Kim, um, Chloe, and especially her older sister, Kendall. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now she's, like, kind of blossoming and it's yeah. her time to, like, shine and everyone just right. wants to, like, put a little bit of shade on her. Yeah, and it's exactly. so hard growing up, like, I mean, that family growing up and yeah. everyone's so like, beautiful and she is pretty. Yeah. I think she was so cute, but yeah. that's and, probably the pressure is, like, and I think intense. she gets very intense yeah. and she gets criticized for, like, oh my gosh, she's just 17, she's just 18, I don't yeah. even know how old she is now, but she's 19. But yeah. she's doing things at a really young age early, but she has been technically an adult lot she doesn't live like your typical teenage life you yeah know, she's taking business meetings she is in the limelight she has been forced to grow up a lot faster so and that kind of comes with the territory with her surroundings and her brand and that's funny you make a point because i was telling um stacy earlier that um i would watch random youtube videos and i was watching this episode of a show and they were talking about how this doctor did breast implants on his own daughter at 17, 18, and people were going to get That's parent terrible. permission slips to get their nose done, saying, is it okay? So this is something that's happened before, but it's just Kylie that's in the limelight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's cool. crazy yeah. about the dad, because it's yeah. like, I think I'm torn. Why would you want that for your daughter, though? Why would you want that for your daughter? Yeah. But if that's your dad's job... That's and his he, job, yeah. It, you would want, would you want him to operate on you? It's so yeah. crazy, right? Because yeah. I would never want my dad to do it, but... If there's yeah, maybe he's job. stuck. Maybe she's like, either dad, you're going to do it, or I'm going to go to somebody else. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. she's 17, and like a year she's going to go to someone else, charge her $15,000, and it's going to look terrible. Or I could just do it myself and make sure she actually at least likes it. And have an eye and on it. And takes care of wow, it well. that's so twisted. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Twilight Zone. But like, can you imagine? I, just, I guess as a doctor, you don't really like see them as like sexual anymore. They're just... Like a piece of it's just body, body parts. I think yeah. they like become immune to it, and it's just like a body part. Like and cutting your own daughter's breast. Okay, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right, enough on that topic. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> um, next is Kim Zosiak, thirty, who's thirty-nine years old and from Real Housewives of Atlanta. And don't be tardy. Um, she's really open about having plastic surgery and having like um, wearing. Her wigs, of course, it's really popular. She's always talking about her wigs. And then um, also she said she also had, um, she's done her lips, and she has been getting um, Botox, but then a lot of people are saying she's gotten her nose job and other things done, and she's like, I haven't done that. And then she's had tummy tucks, of course, Mm because she has, like, five kids, so. Well, the nose is something that's more and more 
uh, popular. People are not necessarily getting nose jobs or surgery, but again, like they're getting the fillers, and fillers can make yeah. your nostrils smaller. You're if you have like a little. And then bump. there's that technicality again that exactly. it's not surgery. Yeah, it's just yeah injections or whatnot. So I yeah. think she looks great now. Yeah. Way better now that she did it than before, because before she totally looks like like total that's bomb like blonde bombshell total 90s type of thing and now she's like you know like, I think she looks great young. her yeah. daughter's like her twin as well and I remember I was watching one episode and the daughter wanted to get stuff like that and she was like hell no you're not mm-hmm. I think her daughter's gotten yeah. some stuff done but though. I think yeah definitely mm-hmm. um I think she looks great I I understand why these people I mean they're all getting surgeries though or non-invasive surgeries because it's like you're in on television like the pressure is like intense you know i think that's how it is like in hollywood world yeah it's how you make your money too like Mm -hmm. i think she looks incredible she's Mm -hmm. obviously lost a ton of weight Mm -hmm. if you guys saw her when she was on the reality tv show versus now i follow her on instagram (laughs) she looks amazing she works out she's got kids she's just popping all babies left and right (laughs) she's got her gorgeous like young husband Mm -hmm. like she's got the dream the only thing it's like it's kind of a catch-22 for me is I can see where you get insecure and you have all this pressure of like being on TV and people talking about the way you look. Like, look, we're sitting here talking about the way they look. If they happen to watch this, they're like, oh, well, she said, you know, that my face is fat and maybe I need to like work out. I mean, we didn't say that, but I give an example. So I've always been a believer and you should do what makes you feel comfortable. And I've always said in moderation, but then also too, she's in the limelight. So what are we teaching young kids out there or young girls that haven't even literally given their chance, like their body, the chance to develop? There's a lot of like 14 year olds, 15 year olds that look like they're 20. And when when I was 14, I did not look like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So we hope you guys liked our botched or not botched session. We're going to try it again for you guys next week as well. If you guys have any suggestions, feel free to comment it on our YouTube video below and we'll go ahead and add them um, into our, sorry, excuse me, integrate them into our botch or no botch so thank you guys so much for tuning in again i'm lena nori you can find me on instagram at lena nori and on twitter at lena nori underscore and stacy i'm stacy olivas you can find me on twitter instagram at stacy olivas guys thank you so much for watching i'm juliet you can find me on instagram at bonjour juliet and i'm anisa bar you can find me at anisa bar with three r's at the end and we will see you next week for episode four make sure you tune in from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 